Shut up and sit down. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday night. It's news night. I've got a bunch of news. I'm trying to get it all finished up, organized here. A lot of it's coming through right now, but we've got news. How much of it? A lot of it. A lot of news. So much news, it'll make your head spin. It's making my head spin. Let's see. We got comments. Sup. Hi. Yes. Let's get to dabbing. Yes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh. So what's interesting tonight is I've got, this is one of the other rare episodes uh, where I will have a guest on tonight. Uh, he will be discussing with me a very important topic. Um, to the guy in the can't, in the wheelchair who stole my camo hoodie, you can hide, but you can't run. Uh, that sounds a lot like, uh, what up, boy? Um, sounds a lot like uh, Thomas Queter if he goes hunting. You can hide, but he can't run. <clears throat> but anyways, we've got news, important news, rebellious news. So my boys, Jack and Limping Allen... Uh, Alan, if you're limping, buddy, you should go see a doctor, uh, and Jack, but, uh, uh, awful jokes, terrible, awful jokes, but they're jokes nonetheless. Wait, hear that yet? It's going to be that kind of show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, so buckle up. Anyways, let's, uh. Let's let's get through this. Let's do the thing here. Let's see. We got notarealpodcast.com. Go over there. Uh, we upload. I, well, I shouldn't say we. I upload all the episodes. Uh, like actual physically upload the videos to the website. So if we get demonetized and nuked off all the platforms, uh, there's still the website. Actually, last week's episode was taken off of YouTube for COVID misinformation. Uh, funny enough. I, everything I said about COVID was true. They're the ones promoting false information. So I think face uh, YouTube should be taken down. You can also get these Faraday defense bags. They're awesome. They're great. They work for securing your data um, from wireless hackers and all that good jazz. It, it's it's like a tinfoil hat, but for your phone and electronics. Electnallybruno.com. RedemptionTactical.com. Use that link right there. It lets them know that we sent you, which is awesome. Go to NickSawWall.com. Let's see. What else we got here? Did she beat me to it? Oh, she did. She got me. RedemptionTactical.com. Use that link right there. It's on Facebook uh, in the comment section. Miss Kaiser is awesome. Hey! Let's see here. What else we got? We've got... Find us on all these platforms. Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. We go live on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at 7 o'clock Eastern Freedom Time. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday nights. 
then it's uploaded later to the other platforms. We've got Crowned by Gold, book three, the final book in the Royal Green series by Jack Casey. I'm legally required to say it's a good book, but fuck Jack Casey. Uh, the Alaskan Raven, for all you meme needs on Facebook, go to The Alaskan Raven. Tollier for KY.com. That's T-O-L-L-E-R, the number four, KY.com. Go check him out. People over politics, people helping people. Because it shouldn't be about politics. It should be about people. Not that one. That's We don't need that. That one's come and gone. That's what she said. Hey, so we've got... Let's see what else. Don't forget to... Absolutely, Brian. So don't forget to like, comment, and share. Mash the shit out of all those buttons. Y'all are awesome with commenting. We get actually a lot of compliments from other podcasters about y'all's engagement with the show. Y'all comment your asses off, which helps us a lot, which is awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, like, like, like the pages, follow, whatever, subscribe, whatever you gotta do. Hashtag fuck Jack Casey. Tom for 52.com. There you go. He got his plug. He usually does. All right. Let's go into our first segment so we get to the real news. Where is it? Where is it? I can't find it. There it is. The 811 call before you dig segment because if you call 811, uh, if you call 911, first off, they'll show up at your house and shoot you. And we know they'll shoot your dog. They may shoot you as well. So call 811 when that intruder breaks in because uh, nobody likes, nobody will ever like the guy who causes the internet to go out in their neighborhood. So call 811 before you dig. They'll just mark it off so you don't end up uh, with no internet. And they're much less likely to shoot your dog. It's never, the, the percentage is never zero, but it's less likely than the cops. So let's go. The average price of nine millimeter for the week is 29 cents around. And then 556 five, is 47 cents. It actually dropped down to 45 cents here. But it's 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 trending back up. So quit buying up all the fucking five five six, you crazy people. Let it go down some. That's it. That's that's all I got. I did have a gun of the week, but we're not going to do it because you know there's more important things right now to talk about. Most of you already have your guns, and you're not buying the shit that I'm recommending. So fuck you. No, you all are awesome. Um. But, hey, buy what you want to. It's a free country. It's really not. It's really not a free country. But that's what we say, right? Ooh, do, do. Absolutely. Don't forget to tag a friend. Uh, podcasts are always more fun when you bring a friend. I don't have friends, so I don't know. But, uh, hey, that was, I think that was the one I talked about last week, the shotgun. Uh, it's the same company, G-Force Arms. But it's a different style. We'll go get you one, man. It's cheap. Like 300 bucks. Let's see here. Ba, ba, ba. All right. So, first article of the night. One a lot of people been watching. I've been watching. The world's been watching. The Canadian truck protests. Uh, according to NBC News, Canadian police have seized fuel at the trucker COVID protest as court silences horns. Actually, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to bring my guest on. He's an awesome dude. He knows a little something about this. I am going to bring him on while we discuss the Canadian one. And then he's got a little something, something he wants to talk to you lovely boys and girls about. The man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only Tarrier for KY.com, Mr. James Tarrier. You're muted, bud. How you doing today? Yeah, like there we go. They need to be muted, so. <laughs> well, you, you, you already belong in Congress because most, most can, you know, most people in Congress can't figure out technology, so there you go. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right about that. Oh, you're good. You're all right. James is one of the good ones. So they say. So <laughs> they say. <laughs> yeah, man. This this 
this Canada trucker protest has gotten wild and it, and the good reasons like it, it's, uh, it's bringing to light a lot of, a lot of how bad government can get. Um, like, so this article here, it goes into talking about police in Canada's capital said on Monday, they had seized thousands of liters of fuel and removed an oil tanker as part of a crackdown to end a 11 day protest against COVID-19 measures, adding truck and protester numbers had fallen significantly. The protest, which had uh, gridlocked Ottawa had largely been, had been largely peaceful, but ear splitting horn blaring by protesters. Sorry, court on, uh, has saw a court on Monday grant interim in, uh, an interim injunction preventing people from sourcing shit. I can't read that sounding horns in the city's downtown, basically saying you can protest, but we not how you want to. It's you're too loud. And we're going to take the fuel that you need to sleep in the vehicles that you're staying in. Yeah. So go back to the first part of it, the, the fuel and things uh, they did. They wanted to stop bringing fuel in. So, their first thing that they done to kind of backlash at them uh, the other day was everybody was carrying around jerry cans, uh, you know, so just carrying around diesel jugs all day long just to torment with them uh, while they were still putting fuel into the trucks. Uh, and they was like, well, you know, if people start doing this, we'll just arrest them, blah, blah, blah. Well, there, well, there goes another freedom, uh, you know, um, and then – like yesterday, uh, a judge up there uh, made it illegal to, uh, how did they put it, honk your horns for 10 days. It's illegal for 10 days to honk your horns. Well, here's the thing. A truck, you don't honk a horn. You blow a horn. It's ran by air. So they're blowing the horn. Uh, so you know what? What do they do in retaliation to that? Well, it was like almost all day long blowing their horns. You know, it's, it, it, again, another right. Boom. Ding. See ya. You know, it's just what the government's good at nowadays. Yeah, and it, it wasn't just that they banned fuel from getting in. They seized, it, it says thousands of liters, which, you know, it, it takes a couple liters to make a gallon. But they, they're, they're not just saying you can't bring fuel in. They're like, hey, we're, gonna, we're going to starve you out. We're going to take your fuel source, and then we're going to ban you from getting new fuel sources. And so your protest has now basically become illegal because we're just going to do everything we can to stop you. Um, as, as uh, what was it, Brian Sutton had mentioned earlier, did you hear that a Canadian court has ruled that honking you horn isn't covered by their free speech, which it should be. I mean, a bullhorn is legal, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, all that is free speech, right? Uh, and, and, and Canada's the same way as here, guys. They have the right to peacefully protest or peacefully assemble. That's what this is. I mean, they're not getting rowdy. They're not, you know, causing chaos or, or anything like that. This is just a peaceful protest that, you know... When you peacefully protest, you use the tools that you have in hand. Well, your tools that you have in hand here, well, is your truck horns. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they're, they're loud, yes, but for good reason, because it's a it's a very large, heavy vehicle, and it, it needs to be loud. And that's and outside of just the fact that these are big vehicles with loud horns, the simple fact that the backbone of transportation in North America, which most of most freight in the United States and to really all of North America is uh, is is transported by on the road truckers or over the road truckers, whatever you want to define it as. Truckers are saying we're done with this shit, and when truckers unite and stand up and say we're done, and the vast majority of them stop transporting things, guess what happens? Grocery stores start going bare. Your Best Buy goes bare. Uh, everything that you've been buying, it's not going to get there. Right. That's right. You know, and, and they've got enough trucks up there doing this. You know, it, it's affecting their supply chain up there uh, for sure. I mean, you know, they're what starting on like the third week 
you know, they're not going away until, you know, yeah, they, there's been some places up there that's come out and said, okay, we're dropping all mandates next week. We're dropping all mandates here this time and that time. They're not leaving on a promise. You know, they're leaving when action is taken, you know, and that action is dropping all these mandates and everything that's going on up there. Limping Allen, uh, who must be in crutches or in a wheelchair, uh, he said he was referring to a video I saw today with 50 people carrying cans. Cops tried to stop them, and they told the cops they were carrying Kool-Aid, then asked the cops if they wanted some. That's pretty funny. Uh, well, so here's here's how the U.S. media is already spinning the Canadian protest. So the 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 first line of the third paragraph starts off with the so-called in quotes freedom convoy consisting of truckers and other motorists started as a movement opposing uh, a Canadian vaccine mandate for cross-border drivers. They call it the so-called freedom convoy. That's that's a, that's immensely passive aggressive. Basically, saying we think you're assholes and we don't like you because you're you're opposing our vaccine views. Well, the thing is, you know, one thing that I'm familiar with with the media is they they twist things around other than and make it everything different than what it actually really is. Uh, yep. You know, I I had a I was a part of an eight person panel back in 2020 in Jackson, Georgia, that. Um, eight truck drivers had a interview with MSNBC and well being 2020, what was, what was their ideology behind trying to interview truck drivers? And that's bring out the bad in president Trump at that point in time, you know, because reelections coming up, they're a leftist type leaning, you know, news media. And well, you know, what we really done the interview for, really wasn't what they put out you know it's it, they twisted everything that we said and put out that we were against trump we're not voting for trump you know which you know some of them did i'm sure uh you know some of us didn't i know i didn't uh vote for you know for any one of them to uh and so they're going to do that news media. They're not going to put anything out fair about something good that truck drivers and, and the general public uh, citizens of the country is doing. I mean, and, and it's doing all for the right thing. And that's standing up for our personal and individual freedoms. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's also a CNN article and it, it's, it's very telling watching different news articles tell these stories. And I call them, you know, I say that they're telling stories because uh, when someone's lying to you, to your face, that's what it is, is a story. Um, but CNN has a, has a really, in, I, I say interesting, not because of what they're saying is interesting, but how they're saying it and why they're saying it is interesting. Uh, it, it's the, the, the headline is Canadian protesters block the busiest international crossing in North America as tensions ramp up over COVID-19 rules. It is, if I am not mistaken, it's the one that kind of uh, comes from Canada into basically the Detroit metro area. That's the Ambassador Bridge. Yep. Yeah. And it has... It has significantly damaged the, the economy of both areas. Um, because as you know, as it says, it's the busiest one in North America. It just goes to show that people are done with this shit, man. It's the, it's been the working class versus the elite class for too long. And the, the workers are standing up. The truck drivers are not the elite class. Like there are truck drivers that make good money, but they are by no means the elite class. You know, I, I, I've, I've, I've made good money in trucking. I know people that's made, you know, just last year, two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but you know, after those taxes and things, you know, they're not making that. So, really, you know, we got people in office in Washington D.C. making four hundred thousand dollars a year that don't pay near as many taxes as somebody that makes two hundred thousand dollars a year. You know, so the elite class is definitely not the truck driving industry uh, unless they just don't care about laws, which, well, you know, laws are crazy and stupid, uh, but, and just go out there and just straight up run and never sleep. 
Yeah, I mean, I've been calling for weeks, like, fuck, months at this point, saying that Americans, or people just need to stand up in general, that there needs to be some kind of stand that has to be taken to stop this stuff. And this may be it. This may be the breaking point. This may be one of those things where enough people get on the side of this. A lot of people have been opposed to COVID mandates, right? Like, whether it's the lockdowns, whether it's vaccines. But it's not affecting them personally, so they don't care. It's easy to watch it on the news and go home and go to sleep. When it starts affecting your life, you, you you pick sides. When when the shelves start going empty, you pick sides. Some people will flip, some people won't. But everyone will eventually pick a side, especially when you start getting hungry and you lose a lot of those first world luxuries. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, for sure. You know what? And, and it's clear to see really what side everybody's on. I mean, look all over the world right now. I mean, Canada's not the only country doing this stuff. You know, Australia, Spain, Italy, France. I mean, you name it, just about you name a country, they're probably doing the same thing that Canada's doing right now. You know, I, I, I said the other day, you know, maybe just maybe. This is the start of what I joined the Libertarian Party for. And that's to see a world set free in my lifetime. Maybe this is the start of that because this is really the world uniting together for one common cause, and that's to get everybody's individual freedom back. Yeah, and like you said, it's not just the U.S. or just Canada that's fighting back. As much as the mainstream media would like to cover up how many other countries are open, like, I'll say it, they're in open rebellion of their governments. France is doing some wild shit. They've been burning stuff down, setting cop cars on fire. The French are wild. They're crazy. And it's, yeah, it's and it's not, it, they, they try to portray it as, oh, well, you know, France is on board with this. Yeah, maybe the government is, but the people are not. Right. And, you know, last I looked uh, as far as like what Canada's doing, like what's going to be happening here in the U.S. and things like that. The last I looked, there was like 24, 25 other countries doing the exact same thing. You know, this is this is not just a country uh, movement in Canada. This is turning into a worldwide movement. Uh, And and it really shows. I mean, you look at this, you know, like. In Canada, you watch those videos, you watch Australian videos, uh, you watch all these other countries that's doing this same exact thing. And it really shows that the people are actually coming together and uniting to stand up against a tyrannical government that our forefathers knew that this day was going to come because they put out a constitution to protect us against the government when this kind of stuff happens. Uh, So it really shows that everybody in this world really is uniting to come together to stand pretty much as one and say, we've had enough. Miss Kaiser says, I love it when they walk about with guillotines. They're like, bitch, we've done it before. We'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> the, the French are actually historically very rebellious. Like they, uh, I was actually talking to some guys at work today about this. Um, the, the French government parliament or whatever you want to call them. They, uh, they mandated speed cameras all across the country. And so French citizens overnight would take torches and cut down the speed poles. Uh, they, <laughs> that they would like bash the cameras and all kinds of stuff. But yeah. So it's, it's not a uniquely American thing as the media would try to portray it, that, that Americans are stupid. That's why we're, you know, disapproving of it. it it's, it's a freedom thing. It's Americans, just like many other people on the planet want to be left alone. We don't want our government interfering with our daily lives. So with that being said, Mr. Tallyer, uh, would you like to make your announcement tonight, sir? Yeah, so look, um, people probably want to know people's ask and things like that. So they've asked, well, is something like this going to happen in the U.S. of like what's happening in Canada? The answer is yes. Uh, March 1st, uh, which is literally, what, two weeks away. Uh, March 1st, uh, 
the convoy will leave in a couple different places out of California. Uh, the first one of them will be leaving around Sacramento, and the other one will be leaving around Barstow, California. So it's north and south. Uh, probably be another one, probably in the middle of California there, and then probably one that leave like maybe Washington State or Oregon or something like that. That's not completely said if that's going to happen, but probably more than likely. Uh, then they're just going to be coming all the way across the country, picking up cars, trucks, motorcycles. You know, guys, this is not a this is not about the trucking industry. It's just truckers stepping up and saying, "Hey, we got a big tool that can gain attention. We don't care to use it. Let's go, American people, and let's go take back what we've lost." Uh, Hell yeah! You know, it's, this is going to be big, guys. You know. I know you've seen it in Canada, you know, watching the videos and things like that. But if this convoy, part of this convoy passes your house or within 20, 25 miles, go to where it's going and just watch. I mean, you know, when you see a convoy pass, it's 100 miles long and you see nothing but American and Canada flags flying and, you know, just signs everywhere says mandate freedom, you know, uh, things like that. I mean, it will give you, it, it'll give you cold chills. I mean, I've, I've done stuff like this before in DC. Uh, this is a large scale, uh, convoy, uh, with tractor trailers, cars, trucks, SUVs, motorcycles, skateboards. I don't care whatever you got. Uh, Skateboard will probably keep up with this convoy. They're not going to be moving fast. So, you know, if you feel like skateboarding all the way across the country, make history in two different ways, because you'll probably be the first one to go across the country on a skateboard. And then you'll make history also about taking back our rights and our freedoms that we've lost. So, you know, you could be in two different parts of uh, history there. So the, the plan, if I'm not mistaken, is to go from California all the way east to DC and to gridlock DC. Is that correct? Yeah, there's, there's plans. Uh, the, what I would like to see and a lot of other people are talking is, you know, the people that are not truck drivers that are along the way in the convoy to go into DC and, and, you know, do the peaceful protest type deal, uh, to get all the mandates stopped and all of our, you know, the freedoms and the rights back that they've taken away from us since COVID. Uh, and then the trucks just circle and, you know, 495, which is the loop around D.C. Uh, you know, it takes 4,576 trucks to go all the way around that loop one time. You know, it's six lanes wide. Can we get enough trucks to just take up every single lane and every single parking spot on that. Sure. We can. Will we probably so, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of the drivers, most of the drivers from Canada, if it's over with in Canada at that point, will be coming down and joining in too. Um, you know, can we break 150, 200,000 trucks? Sure. We can, uh, you know, will it happen? Probably so. Uh, you know, then let's add, you know, heck with it. Let's add that many more cars and trucks and everything else. Uh, this convoy can actually, once it merges together, could be three to 400 miles long. Uh, I mean, it, it could be massive. And, you know, 63 miles around that loop one time, and it takes 4,576 trucks or something like that to, to circle it one time, you know. Uh, so... 100,000, 200,000 trucks. That's that's a long old convoy. Don't forget the barkers that will come in as reinforcements if they can. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I would love to be there uh, on 495 uh, on the, 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 I guess they call it the Beltway. Um, yeah, the uh, when this happens. I mean, I... I I can't imagine that it won't. Uh, truckers in the United States have been fed up with a lot of this crap for a long time between DOT regulations, state regulations, all of this crap that's been going on for a long time, and now adding COVID regulations. Um, 
and and you said it there, you know, back in May, uh, starting on May 1st in 2020, uh, truck drivers were a part of the longest standing protest in Washington, D.C. history. Um, we had 500 trucks line both sides of Constitution Avenue, which is right there at the south lawn of the White House, uh, for 22 days straight. Uh, we didn't move. We didn't budge. And we got those 500 trucks literally by planning that in four days. You know, four days we put that out and we had 500 trucks lying Constitution Avenue. Fuck yeah. Uh, you know, this has been going on now for three weeks planning. Uh, we can easily hit a couple hundred thousand trucks. Uh, I know here in Kentucky, we've, we're already planning uh, you know, whenever the convoy comes through here, we we're looking for anybody near Kentucky that has a like a 500 to a thousand gallon uh, uh, barbecue grill <laughs> uh, type deal that's on wheels that could be pulled with a vehicle. We can use it because once they get here to to Kentucky and they stop for a minute, there's going to be one heck of a big Kentucky barbecue going on. To feed every single one of them. So, yeah, truckers, some of them's big boys. Uh, They they need their protein. They uh, they uh, I've seen truckers. I've been to truck stops. It's uh, yeah. Look at me. I mean, you've seen me. You know, I I'm not a skinny old feller. (laughs) A skinny politician wouldn't sound right to begin with, but a skinny trucker's really not right. So you know, I'm not a skinny feller. That suit I wore down there in uh, in Kentucky was pretty pretty <clears throat> snug. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mister, uh, let me get rid of this guy here. Put him in timeout. There we go. I like putting people in timeout. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's I'm excited. This is what I've been waiting for. Uh, it's. It, it warms my heart. I was I was losing faith that people would stand up and do the right thing and fight back. And I just I thought for a long time it's just going to be individuals standing up and doing their own thing. But man, when when I see the four ninety five shut down and politicians are on on CNN and Fox News crying about how hard their life is now because they have to drive around and they have to take these back roads, boo fucking who, good. Uh, welcome to the real world, number one. Number two, uh, I hope it gets worse. And uh, I, I fully plan to try and make time off of work to go up there. I would love to live stream from up there. I'd love to go around and pass out fucking water or whatever I need to to help help keep this thing going. But uh, it's going to be awesome. And uh, as Jacob J is saying, Liberty will win. Yep. And it's going to, you know, it's, uh, and this, this is, this just shows it. I mean, this is a start of something big and, uh, you know, we're going to, uh, we're going to knock it out of the ballpark. And, you know, this, this is not the first time that that beltway will be closed down. Uh, we done it with trucks back in 2018. Uh, we took it six wide and we stopped and we locked it down. Uh, you know, it's not like we care to do this stuff, you know, we don't care. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, uh, like I said, this is just a way to draw the attention, uh, that's needed. And the trucks are, are big enough to do that. And (coughs) we're just there to draw the attention for the American people and to say, Hey, we stand behind them. Hell yeah. Well, Mr. Tario, I appreciate your service, sir. You're doing fantastic fucking work you do great work in your community you're doing great work for the nation you're doing great work for the state of kentucky and i appreciate everything that you're doing i know i speak for myself and many others who watch all the great things that you do um if people aren't able to get there uh, is there any way that they can support this movement anything they can share anything they can follow yeah i mean you can go look the main facebook page (laughs) no surprise got booted uh, we hit a hundred and some thousand people on it. Facebook knocked it off. Uh, they even, uh, deleted and banned, 
the two main org or main admin on that page. Uh, so there's like five or six groups out there trying to keep them small, low key. Uh, that way it don't put out a red flag to Facebook so we can keep getting the message out there. Uh, I'm an admin uh, and part of United We Stand in Solidarity 2022. That's a Facebook page. Uh, you come over there, get information. Um, you know, if you can't make the trip to D.C. with the convoy, line the exit ramps, line the overpasses, fly the American flags, use banners, whatever, uh, because the media is going to be all over it. Uh, we j- even if they spread the wrong message, if they show everybody lining these overpasses, lining the exit ramps and things like that and showing support, well, you can't you can't make something bad out of that. Uh, you know, uh, and if look, if a convoy ends up stopping close to your home, go out and see if the truckers need anything. Anybody in the convoy, uh, you know, not just truckers, guys. Uh, it's going to be cars and trucks and everything. Go out and see if they need a, you know, help getting a shower, or, uh, see if they're just hungry or whatever. Uh, you know, so it's great. Awesome. Yeah, it's this is one of those things. It's going to take the support of a lot of people to get this thing going. And there are hundreds of thousands, millions of Americans who I can guarantee will support this. And it's it's going even if you can't if even if you can't drive from California to D.C., drive for a little bit, take a few exits, show your support. Uh, Like James was saying, block your local over uh, your your local on ramp or you know exit ramp. Uh, Do whatever you can. Show show some love. Uh, it, it takes it takes one percent to to defy point zero one percent of the government. So, uh, well, point zero one percent, which is the government. So, uh, uh, limping Allen, who is uh, back in his wheelchair, uh, hit me up. Hit up James or myself if you can help in Kentucky. I. I'm very close to Kentucky. I will do what I can to help. Um, I'll stay in contact with you, sir. But uh, yeah, I'll... yeah, most definitely, uh, most definitely. You know, it's not that far from there up to Lexington. You know, if the convoy stops in Lexington, I mean, that could be a good live podcast for you too. Uh, oh yeah. You know, so yeah, most definitely keep in touch, and you know, any kind of help's appreciated for sure. Hell yeah, man. So I appreciate you stopping by tonight. I know you're a very busy dude. You've got a lot going on, especially here coming up in the next couple of weeks. You're going to be real busy, but uh, I appreciate you stopping by tonight to make this announcement and let everyone know what's going on. Yes, sir. Thank you. I uh, appreciate you for reaching out. You know, yeah, I'm busy, but hey, there's always room on the plate for another noodle somewhere. Uh, Hell yeah. You know, it's, uh, that's, that's just the way it is. You know, I, I busy getting all this done um you know campaign the whole nine yards i mean there's just a lot going on but you know what i'm all i'll always make a minute to to talk or whatever so yes sir i appreciate you well mr tarrier for ky.com uh you have yourself a good night sir you too you too thank you sir we'll see you later Uh uh-huh So yeah, <clears throat> go find those Facebook pages, groups. Uh, let's let's show that support. I'm going to share as much as I can on the the our page here. I'm trying to help, you know, keep uh, keep this fire going. Facebook can try to shut it down all they want to, but they can suck my ass the whole thing. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. I love seeing open rebellion. Um, it. it it that's because that's what's going to take we if we want our freedom back it's freedom is our freedoms are not being like they're not dying they're not just arbitrarily just rolling over and dying they're being brutally murdered by people who live outside of a regular american life they're being brutally murdered by people who are protected by the system that they use to oppress us so we have to stand for ourselves. We have to stand for our neighbors. We have to stand for those who can't stand for themselves. Like Limping Allen. Because uh, he, he's limping everywhere. And he... Uh, the whole ass. Absolutely, John. The whole ass. 
the entirety of it. Um, speaking of people who can suck my whole ass, there was another murder by state agents through another no-knock raid. Once again in uh, Minnesota. The gentleman who was shot and killed, his name is Amir Locke. A-M-I-R-L-O-C-K-E. And the way that this is being spun is, oh, he had a gun, therefore the cops were right to shoot him. Um, excuse the fuck out of me, but if you break into my house in the middle of the night, I am also going to have a gun. And I'm probably going to try and shoot you. Because you know why? Because you're not supposed to be in my house in the middle of the night without me inviting you in. Brian Sutton says, Facebook, your post violates our community standards. Me, what fucking community do you live in? They live in their own community that they've made up with bullshit guidelines. If something about government officials sucking ass becomes a meme trend, I didn't do it. I will take 100% of the blame on that. Uh, that, that would be hilarious. And I want to see an entire clothing line come out from that. Like Mitch McConnell sucking an ass. Uh, I want to see Nancy Pelosi sucking an ass. That would be that would be fantastic. That would be the greatest thing I could ever see. But <clears throat> we're 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 seeing this trend. We're Democrats were once screaming for red flag gun laws, which are encapsulated within no-knock warrants. And as it turns out, when you give government officials or government entities, which would be local police, which would be federal police, which would be any organization that operates off of tax funds, the ability to go into your home at will, without your knowledge or your permission, bad things happen. Because as it turns out, the government has zero responsibility to protecting taxpayers, as they have stated multiple times, and they have demonstrated multiple times. It turns out that they will probably kill you when you try to defend yourself against people who are breaking into your home in the middle of that as we've seen multiple times. So, what happened with this, Jesus Christ, the entire comments are now just about sucking ass. Some people pay a lot of money to suck ass, usually perverted politicians. Good job, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, God. Oh, well. That's fine. The comments are what they are. I don't try to control you people. I'll just call you out. So the backstory behind the Wisconsin no-knock shooting, the, the most recent one, I should say, because there's been so many of them at this point, is that uh, a Minneapolis SWAT team was serving a warrant, a no-knock warrant, which is what they failed to include, a no-knock warrant that led to an officer shooting Amir Locke, who was who, uh, was looking for his teenage cousin and two others in connection with a homicide investigation, according to the court documents released on Tuesday, which is today. His teenage cousin was not in that building. So an innocent man who has never committed a crime, who... They have no records of him ever being charged with the crime, with him ever being convicted of a crime. They gunned him down 
in his home that he pays to live in. That he pays taxes to live in. He was gunned down by the people that those taxes go to. The argument in which they said he they are justified for shooting him was that when they broke into his home and found him wrapped up in a blanket, when he un, started to unravel himself from this blanket, there was a gun in his hand. So they therefore shot him. If I were to break into someone's home and say, oh my god, they have a gun, and then shoot them, and then I am then captured, I would go to prison for a very long time. Rightfully so, because I've broken into someone's home, their personal property, and then killed them. And it goes on to talk about some bullshit about a a stolen car. Not relevant. The way that this story should read is that once again, government agents kick in someone's door and shoot them while they are in bed. Duncan Limp was an example of this. Unfortunately, Amir Locke is another example of this. Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend were an example of this. How many times do we have to keep going through people being shot in their fucking homes because people want to give the government more power than, than they should ever possibly have? How many times are we going to... Uh, libertarians are going to have to sit here and read off articles and talk about news stories where someone was shot to death by cops because people wanted to feel safe and force their beliefs on others. And the CNN article is absolutely fucking disgusting because CNN is so into having having this police state that they can't really hide it. They say the right things, they get Democrats excited, but at the end of the day, uh, he was an armed black man. They don't like him. He's armed. He's got a gun. He's a piece of shit to them. They don't like him. He had a gun for self-defense. They don't like him. Fox News tries to, also tries to make him look like a piece of shit. Why? Because he was defending himself against cops who are sons of bitches who broke into his fucking house and shot him dead. Because Fox News is in the mindset that Your rights don't matter as long as the cops get their way. You know, I'll even show this. The the headline photo, the headlining photo for the Fox News article. I'll share this here. The photo that they put on here is a screenshot from the body cam footage of cops that broke into his house while he was sleeping and he had his gun. His finger is not on the trigger. That is great trigger discipline. It looks like it might be a yeet cannon, which is a terrible firearm. But if it's all you can afford, it's all you can afford. They want this man to look as bad as possible so they can say that cops should have the ability to kick your door in and shoot you while you're sleeping. You know who else feels the same way about this? CNN. The one thing that Democrats and Republicans are agreeing on is that cops should be able to kick your door in and shoot you in the fucking head while you're sleeping. The Fourth Amendment would tell you that they should get bent. You have a right to property and you don't have to surrender that right. You have no, you have no reason that you have to surrender your right 
to have your doors locked and not have them kicked in by cops. They, the CNN article even spends more time talking about the, the, the stolen car uh, from uh, Mr. Locke's cousin that uh, allegedly Mr. Locke's cousin is in connection with the stolen car. They spend more time in this article talking about the car, the make, the model, and all the information about it being damaged. It had front-end damage and a lit front emblem. All this shit. Like, shit that doesn't matter. Who cares? I don't give a shit about the fucking car. You know why? Because cops broke into a man's home and shot him while he was sleeping. Every SWAT officer who was involved in this raid should be arrested and tried for murder. Breaking and entering and murder in the first degree. The judge who signed off on this no-knock warrant should be tried for murder. At bare minimum, the judge should be tried for being an accomplice. The police chief should be tried as an accomplice. Every single person who is involved with this raid should be tried as an accomplice for murder. When is enough enough? When do we stop saying that dead people on the news because of these no knocks is acceptable? Because one was one too many. One dead person from no knock raids was too many giving the state the authority to kick your fucking door in and shoot you in the head is too much power it's too much power for one person it's too much power for thousands of people who are not held accountable for their own actions it needs to stop so Democrats hated uh, Donald Trump because of his connections to Russia. So I'm going to leave that. So anyways, so Joe Biden has vowed to end the German-Russian gas pipeline if Ukraine is invaded. Uh, By the way, it's the same pipeline that his son, Hunter Biden, got paid tons of money to, to help encourage politicians to approve. Uh, so, but thank God we got rid of Trump because now there is no one in the white house who has ties to Russia and natural gas. Thank God. Right. So anyways, so Biden vows to end, uh, the Hunter Biden, German, Russian gas pipeline. If Ukraine is evaded. President Biden, alongside Germany's new chancellor, pledged on Monday. Oh, because, by the way, uh, Angela Merkel stepped down and uh, now they have a new chancellor. Pledged on Monday that their their two nations are united in their effort to deter Russia from invading Ukraine following their first formal meeting at the White House. I'm going to refrain from my mildly violent thoughts on that and agree with you on no-knock warrants. I thought no-knock rates were only supposed to approved when there is higher likelihood that evidence can be destroyed if they announce themselves. How does that apply to searching for a person? It doesn't, as it turns out. Uh, as evident with the Patriot Act, they don't give a shit about the rules that they set. They'll say whatever and then just use it however the fuck they want to. So that's how that works. Uh, because every single American was being spied on during the Patriot Act. Yes, they should be illegal. 100%. There should be no no knock warrants. There should be no red flag laws. Uh, we have a constitution that outlines certain restrictions on government. We should start really following them. Government should be restricted as much as possible 
in my opinion, we should restrict government into its oblivion. But hey, I'm I'm not. You know, you don't have to agree with me on that. That's fine. We can disagree on that. But I think you can't be oppressed by your government if your government doesn't exist. So, let's see. What we got here? CNN employs pedophiles. They are pure state-sponsored propaganda. Yes. To all the above. D. All the above. Back to what I was talking about. So, strikingly, blah, 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 basically goes on to talking about how great Joe Biden is because he's going to shut down a pipeline in a country that he has no authority to shut a pipeline down in. That his son Hunter made tons and tons and tons of money on. And now he's saying that he's going to shut it down. So yeah, thank God we've got Joe Biden in office that's not corrupt and has no ties to Russia. That's going to save us from Russia invading the Ukraine, which is not a part of the United States. Thank God the military is being used to defend foreign nations that won't defend the United States. Anyways, you know what you know would be a really awful military strategy is to line up at the border of a country you're going to invade and sit there for weeks. Cuz you know that was Hitler's strategy when he took most of Europe. Uh he just he he lined up troops at the borders of countries and just waited until they amassed their troops and then he just took them. No, because see, that's what he didn't do. He he. They used the the Panzer tanks and just steamrolled through Europe and knocked everything out as quick as possible. Because that's what a good military strategy is. I'm not saying Hitler was right; he's not. But he did employ good military strategy. You know, it's a terrible invasion strategy: parking your troops in the open on the border of a nation that you said you want to invade, and make it look like you're going to invade. Russia is not invading the Ukraine. I will say that 100% right now. They are not going to invade Ukraine. You know why? Because they fucking announced that they're going to invade. They're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. It's not a thing that they're going to do. They're not going to put, they're not going to show every single card that they have and then try to bluff their way out of a hand. That's not a thing they're doing. This, this entire idea that you know, C- CNN and MSNBC and NPR and all these uh, what all these propaganda machines are talking about how great Joe Biden is and how he's going to get us out of this. He's not going to get us out of it. You know why? Because there's nothing that's going to happen. At most, he escalates it, and then it actually fucking happens. If we leave it alone, nothing happens. It gets talked about, and whatever crap that they're trying to pull in D.C. gets swept under the rug. And nothing happens in Ukraine. Again. When when Russia annexed Crimea, you know what didn't happen? They didn't amass troops at the border. You know what they did? They just rushed Crimea. And then they annexed it. You know why? Because it's a shit military strategy to just sit there and let everyone know that you're going to invade. So congratulations, CNN and Fox News. You're pretty much the worst fucking sources for news on the planet. I would rather get news, like daily news from my five-year-old who thinks that YouTube is the truth. Because at least he doesn't think he's lying. He thinks everything he sees is true. You guys know that either you're either completely incompetent and therefore shouldn't be doing any news or you're fucking liars in which case you shouldn't be doing news so with that ladies and gentlemen uh this this episode will also probably get be taken off of youtube because of youtube and their bullshit community guidelines 
we may get banned off of Facebook, whatever. At, at this point, I'm willing to just go full audio version on uh, Spotify or whatever, whatever ends up keeping us. But I'm not willing to fold on my principles to stay online. I will keep doing these shows. I'll keep doing the Thursday night show. We will keep doing this as long as we can until we can't anymore. But with that, I appreciate all y'all. Let's see what, what's Brian saying here. Looking at the U.S. Department of State, looking at the actions playbook, Grisha is suing crisis actors to justify an invasion of Ukraine. Report where's your proof? I just gave it to you using, yes, probably. Anyways, good night. I appreciate all of y'all. Um, it's It's been another interesting week, and uh, I look forward to another great week. And, uh, yeah. Good night, good news, and none of y'all are real fucking libertarians. Bye.